keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sellout full of suffering, suck attach, son. It's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like too tight, too, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? <laughs> total. Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome, everybody, to Total F Marks. I'm your host, the King of Sad Style, the man with the largest calves in the world, the St. Germain event. Now that's just becoming a real intro. In the beginning, it was a gimmick, but now I'm doing it every episode. So I guess now I'm just a, a, a diagnosed uh, clinical narcissist. Uh, today uh, is a really funny guy. He's the New York uh, City Rose Battle champion. I've known him for a long time. Uh, one of the best joke writers in the city, Eli Sayers. Hello. Thank you for doing this, man. Thank you, man, and thank you for all those compliments. Absolutely. With your uh, with your now like gray hair and my Bullet Club <laughs> t-shirt, we, we look like we're meeting about Ruby Ridge right now. It looks, it looks, le- it looks less like a wrestling podcast and more like uh, the beginning of a, a really, really, really uh, scary revolution. <laughs> Today we're not going to do a 10 count, we're going to do a 5 count because there was so much that happened this week in wrestling that I wanted to just kind of create tie, t- five uh, tentpole topics and you know we'll take our time doing it. Number one on the 10 count, WrestleMania. What did you think this year, Eli? I, uh, I thought it was good overall. Yeah. There, there were a couple of decisions that... At first, I didn't like, and now I'm just—I was a little confused by them. I yeah. guess. But well, let's go. Let's go. Well, you know, my my overall thought, which is when I watched it, I didn't like it. I didn't like it that much. But then, in hindsight, um, I uh, was like, okay, there were some really good moments there. Yeah. And 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 and, and maybe that's just the Stockholm syndrome of being a WWE fan. I'm not sure. <laughs> but um, let's go through the card. Uh, the uh, battle, uh, the men's battle royal, I thought had a really nice moment with Matt Hardy winning and yeah, yeah, and great. Bray and Bray Wyatt coming in. It is kind of crazy if you're Bray Wyatt, you go from a WWE Championship match to then you know the yeah the pre-show and everyone you were working with is like ahead of you now is on top. Yeah, everyone. Pretty much, because because Rowan, the the Bludgeon Brothers, and uh, who else? Strowman, of course. Strowman, they're, they're all more successful fire. right now. You know, I just don't – I think that they – they just didn't – I've always said this about Bray Wyatt. They they never – he when he won that title last year, he should have set the title on fire. Like, in the beginning, he yeah. wasn't about titles. And then he just kind of became a generic heel that kind of talked spooky. Yeah, and I saw him – when he won the title, he, like, flipped out and was celebrating and really happy. And I was like, that's a little bit out of character. Yeah. I feel like he should be happy that he gets to, like, destroy the title or something like that or, like, point out that it's meaningless or something. Yeah, and I understand because for a big man, he's a really good worker, you know? Um, You know, he kind of reminds me, he can, like, move kind of like Bam Bam Bigelow. And I love that. A fat guy who can move is my favorite kind of wrestler. Yeah, it's like that one guy... um Kevin Owens. Heavy Machinery or whatever, the, yeah, the yeah, tag yeah. team at NXT. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one dude is basically Chris Farley. <laughs> Kevin Owens is one of those guys, too. But I think Kevin Owens, his character was grounded enough that you could make him a badass, you could make him a chicken shit... 
you can kind of do, you know, similar to what they did with Angle, where one day Angle's this this kind of badass wrestler, the next he's wearing a tiny hat outside. And <laughs> I feel like Kevin Owens, you can do the same thing. And with. he's like, once they flip the flip the switch and make him just full blown face, and he's allowed to do some of the like aerial shit he can do, yeah. it's gonna be crazy because he can't do all the like crazy flips and stuff that he did on the Indies because he'd be too over. Like he can't do all that as a heel, right? Yeah, but he Kevin he can Owens. do a lot more he than what he's done. He does some of it, but he, yeah. he did it first when he came in and like battled Cena and all that at, uh, in the beginning. But like, when's the last time he did like a Swanton bomb or anything like that? It's also got to be the guy is fat. He's very fat, and, and I love it. It's it's amazing. I love it too, but I'm always nervous. You know, if I sit down on the couch the wrong way, I, my back's out <laughs> for the week. Let alone Kevin Owens jumping around. Yeah, I thought the Battle Royal was fine. I mean, it was cool to see Matt Hardy go over. <laughs> yeah, I'm really rooting for that gimmick to to click. Yeah. I think it will. Because it was, it was so great in TNA, and it's, like, struggled to, like, find its legs in the new version, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Like, it's not completely over, or hasn't been, but now I think it's finally getting over, and I'm happy about that. And also, they have to do something different for the hand motion for the delete, because it looks like a Nazi salute. Oh, really? You think so? You think so? (laughs) Maybe it's because it's wrestling fans, so I just assume the worst. Um, The uh, cruiserweight match, I I always feel bad for these matches because um, it's like now everybody on the main roster kind of wrestles like a cruiserweight. You don't really need a cruiserweight division when you have Seth Rollins and Finn Balor as two of your top guys. That's a great but point. I thought they did a really good job. There was one spot they did where I don't know if he did a suplex or something. The guy ended up on the other uh, – I think it's – I don't know. Uh, the Sub-Zero guy, Mustafa, Mustafa Ali, Ali, right? Yeah, yeah, he's great. <clears throat> he ended up on the side. And they, and they were working their fucking ass yeah. off. But they, I, I, get, I get annoyed at uh, – sometimes, I don't know if you go to like a live raw or something like that, they, they, the fans do not give the cruiserweights any love. And I think they should stop with like the purple ropes and all that. Like, oh, I hate the purple. Yeah, ropes. they they should not make it seem like it's a different thing. They should do like kind of like WCW, where they're just there is a cruiserweight belt, but they don't like make a big deal about this is the cruiserweight division. They just come out and they have their matches. Yeah. I think they'd be over. I think it would be fine. Yeah, I, I I don't even know if they would. I got to be honest. You with don't me. think so? Well, I just don't. I I I I just don't. I, I you know in my head I'm like, well, maybe could Ricochet be the guy that kind of puts him over? But I don't even see that happening. I, I I just feel like that wrestling has changed too much. Yeah. To you know, I the, the thing about the cruiserweight division is watching Dean Malenko and Rey Mysterio fight. That was like, that was a that that was a that was a huge relief compared to watching, you know, Kevin Nash fight Scott Steiner and yeah, then there's exactly. a weird yeah, yeah. finish at the oh, end. Oh, you're where, right, but it's not as different anymore. Yeah, it's not a special thing anymore. It's not yeah. a special thing anymore. That's interesting. Yeah. So like, it's these guys who a lot of them can't really talk. None of them could talk. So that that handicaps them from the get-go. Enzo yeah, could talk, and uh, that's about it. And then the rock star spud guy can can talk. But uh, the women's battle royal, uh, yeah, I thought it was fine again. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm happy with the outcome. I like Naomi a lot. Yeah, I like Naomi a lot. Um, it was, it's, it's, you know, it is weird that it was a vagina trophy. <laughs> yeah, dude. But, <laughs> uh, fucking Georgia O'Keefe trophy. Yeah, Georgia O'Keefe, Georgia O'Keefe. And I guess Bailey had kind of a, like a somewhat heel turn. I, you know, I didn't see the, I know Bailey and Sasha, or, I didn't see the Bailey and, and uh, Sasha segments on Raw. Um, so I'm not sure if they, they hinted a heel turn with Bailey. Uh, I, they're kind of right. like they're 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 keeping you guessing a little bit. She went out and like supposedly tried to help her, 
but ended up fucking it up. But then in the back of your head, like, okay, did she do it on purpose or right. not? Yeah, they're probably they're leading to a feud, I think, which will be good for both of them because they've both kind of floundered, I think. Yeah, there's just you know what the thing is too. It's now that there's just one WWE. There's just not enough. It's it's almost like if if Saturday Night Live's job was to hire everybody in comedy. Oh shit! <laughs> you know what I mean? If like they had to hire, you know, like if, if SNL had to hire, um, you know, the top people in stand up and the top people in sketch. If you know Key and Peel were on the same <laughs> show as fucking John Mulaney and Bill Burr, <laughs> that's kind of what the WWE is. It's it it is it's it, it it's wrestling for the masses, and because there's not a WCW, there's just all this talent that just by the nature of it can't. You don't have room for them, and they already they're everybody. already overextended with how many shows they have. Like already, I watch Raw and SmackDown every week, and then I try to get to the like NXT or 205, but there's just too much. There's too much. I, I mean, I'll be the first to say I don't watch 205 Live. Yeah, I, I used to, and now I I haven't I haven't watched just an episode of 205 Live in a while now. But I want to. <laughs> 205 Live, it, it sounds like uh, either like less like a wrestling and more like a strip club in Tampa where all the girls are 205 <laughs> pounds or more, like 205 Live. <laughs> we, saw it, we saw 205 Live in Poughkeepsie, and it, it's great. It is live. Yeah. It is really fun. And we saw Enzo come out the day before all that shit came out about him on uh the day after is when enzo got busted yeah for that this was you saw the final enzo i saw match. i think i saw enzo's final match in history live. i guarantee you he'll be back in poughkeepsie though there's no <laughs> way it may not be as a wrestler but he'll be back in poughkeepsie <laughs> he'll be he'll be a successful yeah. rapper in, in poughkeepsie, poughkeepsie <laughs> poughkeepsie's best white rapper <laughs> um Number one, uh, so we yeah we went through the pre-show. Uh, I thought it was a great way to open WrestleMania with the triple threat. Uh, those two girls did a good job with the national anthem. Um, Finn Balor is, I guess he's he's the, the thinking is he's not gay, but he or he is gay, but he's not overtly gay, even though he's wearing rainbow stuff. And yeah. it, he's. <laughs> I, I I don't I I'm totally I I think it's great. I mean I yeah, don't get, a, I was so conflicted because I was like, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be anti that. It's like oh good, but also it's like wait, what? Why are you what doing is, this? <laughs> why? Is it, if it's like okay, well then it's yeah, it's just yeah, it's fine. But then like it's like why not make it a gay wrestler? <laughs> it's, it, there's just so many questions. I don't know what I don't know what he's doing, but I don't want to say anything critical because it's like. I don't want to criticize that. That's good for you, but <laughs> maybe but he's everyone not gay. Do that. No, I know he's a, an ally. I guess. Yeah, he's an ally. So maybe that's his new <laughs> his new the ally. Um, what if he's only gay when he's the demon? <laughs> then, then he's gay. He, he crawls. He crawls guy. out of the closet, <laughs> wearing blackface. So wearing there's just a lot of face. a lot of confusing things. You going don't know on. what to get more offended. <laughs> and the white guy with dreads thing. There's just like what's, he's just confusing it, everyone. It, it was making little, everyone's head explode. It was a little bizarre that. Um, the guy with the Nazi girlfriend beat the gay guy during a triple threat. <laughs> what do you think about his blue contacts? I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, all these dudes, they like they all wa- like they watch whatever show that is big at the time. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, Game of Thrones, I'll do a Game of Thrones gimmick. <laughs> That'll get me over." <laughs> you, how much t- of that is them and how much of that is like Vince, do you think? Uh, I think that I think that that I guarantee you that was Seth Rollins being like I'm going to be one of the wall. I mean, I, I can picture him like Vince backstage with the women. All right, you're you're the pretty little liars now. <laughs> yeah, so, I can imagine him doing that. You're the pretty little liars. <laughs> what a great tag team. Yeah, and it's just yeah, one of them is like a heel who like <laughs> argues that she should be paid as much as the other tag team. She does like a Reese Witherspoon HBO rant. <laughs> 
Yeah, I I I, I love that opening match. It was uh, good. Yeah. It, it Seth Rollins is uh, it, it is it was a little the the blue contacts. I do think it would have been fun to like pan the camera off like he's doing this badass walk in and then you just see him slowly take out these contacts before <laughs> like put the, the drops in and everything. Put, put drops in. He puts just on reading glasses. Real, real nerdy all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I like all that stuff in WrestleMania because I like I think sometimes. Uh, as seriously as we take wrestling, because I do, I love it to yeah, death. Yeah, me too. But at the same time, like you can sabotage how fun it is for yourself if you take it too seriously. Like, let's not forget it's like, like a carnival thing. I like yeah. people doing stupid things in it. I like a dumb like. I like blue contacts for no fucking reason. Like yeah. not every night, but on WrestleMania, it's like yeah, go for broke. Have those crazy 3D images coming off of the fucking Titan drawn. Like I like that kind of stuff. I would love it if every week Finn Balor does like a new. He has a new cause. Like it was like it was uh, it was it was uh, LGBT causes this week and the next week he's just uh, like say no to fracking. I'll tell you this, shirt. dude. This is uh this is kind of spoiling when when you ask me about what my gimmick would be if I was a wrestler. Yeah, this is a spoiler. Well, we can do it now. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to do it now? Yeah, I yeah let's do it now. Yeah, I, I would be the guys. Rich. The I, end of the podcast is coming to the beginning. That's the kind of <laughs> unpredictable nonstop action we have show. on Total F Look, Mark. Vince just uh, uh, calls matches off and flips them around. There's a time yeah. conflict. Uh, yeah, I'd be the virtue signaler, I think. I think, <laughs> think that would be great to be like a really like woke, although they already have woken Matt Hardy. But I'd want to like uh, be real obnoxious about it. Yeah. Like do this t- stereotypical heel stuff. If you're like in Indiana, like, all you fucking Trump voters, yeah. all you not fucking, of course. I'd want to, uh, the way the, the fashion police write their uh, tickets, I want to write people privilege checks and, <laughs> and hand them to I them. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I want to, uh, I'm trying to think of like what, what would like a move be for a virtue signaler? The only one I was thinking, like, you put them on the top, like, you set them sitting on the turnbuckle, yeah. and then you, like, hit them, and it's, like, called the punching up, and you just punch, <laughs> punch up at them. <laughs> I, I think, like, like calling out other wrestlers for problematic tweets and trying to get them fired. Yeah, that's going to be great. <laughs> uh, it's not censorship. I'm just stating my opinion. Yeah, right when they're called up to the main roster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you like, fucking like an you SNL, ruin their you know? career. Yeah, you <laughs> dig back some tweet and try to make it feel <laughs> offensive. I love it. That would be awesome. Like, like just get on a Why isn't the women's match the main event? Why? <laughs> that would be great. Right, you get a, um, what's his name? You get, like, a... Uh, you get like a Rachel Maddow type haircut, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would be kind of similar to what uh, Stephen Richards did with like Right to Censor, but a little bit different, I guess. Yeah. The, the modern day, that's the modern day version of Right to Censor, right? The non-binary Boston Crab. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Yeah, that would be great. Well, they have a, a guy on the indie who's like the the liberal guy. I, I mean, heard of that. I have not looked into that. I haven't seen it I haven't it seen it either, either but it's, it. it's basically, it's like a non-funny version of that. <laughs> uh, where they, they, they just booed. He, well, and then you like, have like, like, we should all have health care. And they're like, fuck you, we shouldn't. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's the weirdest. You, I, would, I would be the virtue signal, and I want someone to become like, some alt-right hero that comes up and fights me or something like that. <laughs> There's yeah. these two awful heels going at it. It would be amazing. <laughs> um, next was uh, Charlotte versus Oscar. Uh, I'll say I love the match. I'm not upset with the... I'm not upset with the ending, and I'll tell you the reason why I'm not upset with the ending. Everyone is like, no, they need to build Oscar versus Ronda. You can't have somebody who's... English is the second language. Be uh, uh, the the ca- oh. captain in a ring where somebody else is not as experienced. You need, and I'm not saying that in like a xenophobic Ronda's, way. is the one with English as a second language, right? <laughs> Ronda, yeah, you have two people where English is the second language. I love Oscar. Um, I think you should have a champion. I don't know if her streak should have ended, but if you're building up 
Ronda versus somebody. Yeah. You have to have somebody in there who's able to like call the spots. Yeah, Ronda versus Charlotte is perfect. I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's perfect. And and the thing is about Asuka and and uh and Ronda is they're both not great promos. I mean yeah. Asuka is kind of fun, you know, but like you know, it's just it's and it's hard. If I was fucking Wrestling in a Latvian league or some shit. Like tough. I would, I would have to wear a mask. The, the I would, fact I'm that too dumb to learn a second language. Her and Nakamura are doing so good with what they can do. <laughs> yeah, like, with, with limited English, it's amazing how good they come off. Yeah, it's, in, in it's really impressive. Like but they, I, I think that you need somebody, you know, like Charlotte in there who's able to just call the fucking match the whole time. So I get it. And I thought the match itself was probably, in my mind, the best. You know, if, it was great. It, bell to bell. You know, match. I think that you know the from a the pure run, wrestling standpoint, yes, it was yes. the best match. It was the most talent, the most skilled wrestling happened in that in match. in that match. It probably wasn't the best match of the night, but it was the most. Yeah, skilled that, wrestling. yeah. I I uh I was initially put off by the ending. I was like, what the fuck? And then yeah. now I think I'm fine with Oscar losing. I, I her tapping. I'm still a little bit weird about who her ta- the fact that she tapped. Yeah, I that wish was she, weird. I wish she would have passed out or something weird happened. I'm fine with Charlotte winning clean, but the fact that she tapped, I was just a little bit like, oh, come on. Asuka doesn't tap, you know? Like, that's Already Charlotte's uh, figure four has, has made more people tap than Ric Flair's has ever had. <laughs> yeah, but it was, I it's mean. good. They're protecting that move. No, you're right. I think a pinfall would have been better. Yeah. Um, pinfall but, or have her pass out to the figure four or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, maybe pass out. Yeah. I, I, I like a good, actually, I like a pass a great, out. I like a pass out. That's right. a great. Uh, that, that's a great booking decision. Uh, the third match was the um, four man U.S. Championship match. Um, yeah, it wasn't good. I, I'm fine with uh, you know. I, well, now was I'm it fine with Jinder going over? I, I, I think that this is a bigger conversation, which I guess we'll talk about at the end with the Saudi Rumble about Rusev. But um, I'm glad it wasn't Orton. I'll say that. Yeah, I um, <laughs> I'm kind of in a. I don't know if I'm a minority. I just like Randy Orton no matter what. Like, I always yeah. kind of enjoy him. So I, I'm never, when he won the Rumble, like, yeah, there's people I'd put ahead, but I'm never mad when Orton gets something. I just enjoy it. Kind of like me with Brock Lesnar. Like, I, I, when yeah, Brock yeah. wins, I'm okay with it. Just yeah, I yeah, like I'm that, yeah, I'm that with Brock too. I like Brock. That match, uh, now was it not good or was it not good for WrestleMania? It just, you know, I, I just felt like a pre show match, especially I don't, with Jinder winning. I don't remember like, a single spot, I'll tell you that. Like, yeah. I, it's very unmemorable to me. And Jinder winning is. I don't. I don't think he's good. It's a little bit mm-hmm. awkward, and and in those situations, like I don't get mad at Jinder. I feel bad for him. Like I feel like he's in a position he's maybe not ready for. Is yeah, that fair. I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's great on the mic. I think his theme music's fucking awesome. I think oh, the Sing so cool. Brothers his are entrance awesome. Is great. Yeah, yeah. I think those two things are great. You know um, him. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I shouldn't complain. I don't like him as like the the main champ, but I guess as like the he's the U.S. champ, that's fine. Yeah. Well, I don't think that, like, I think that there's so much that was confusing about that angle for Vince, just racially, like, yeah. you know, like, like not understanding uh, what a Sikh is, I think, <laughs> uh, and then also the fact that he's Canadian, like, there's, like, there's, like, a bunch of shit. That, is Jinder Canadian? Yeah, he's I knew from, the, like, uh, I, knew I, think the Singh were, I think the Singh brothers are, right? Well, he's from Toronto. I think Jinder's c- Canadian, too, but, I, awesome. you know, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, and, uh, okay, next up, the Ronda Rousey tag match. I mean, I thought it was pretty much booked to perfection. Yeah, my, that's Everybody my match of the night. That's my it. match of the match of it the was, I mean, it was fucking great. I was so happy for Ronda, because I, I was, I was happy that the fans, first of all, had given her a chance up until that point, because they can be, uh, they can be dildos, wrestling fans. Yeah. And even when she was, like, kind of bad on the mic, they still kept, like, 
you know, they, they didn't boo her. They didn't do anything. And uh, I was worried, though, that, like, oh, no, what if she just, like, isn't that good in the ring? Then they're just going to boo her constantly. She was really good in she the ring. She was great in the ring. And I thought she looked better than Angle in the ring. Her and Triple oh, yeah. H, I yeah. thought. Yeah. Were, she, I, was, she was awesome in the ring. And I knew she would be good. A lot of people shit on that match. I was like, no, there's no way that match isn't going to be good. That's going to be a good match. They're building it up so carefully. Like, no way is that going to be a bad match. But it still exceeded my expectations. And also, Triple H is a heel now is the best ever. Oh, he's great, yeah. Because he's, like, when he was a heel back in, like, you know, when he was burying Booker T and shit like that, oh, God. it was just kind of like, like, I'm a badass, but I'm also a sneak, and it was this weird combo that didn't work, but now he's got, like, this arrogant, cool thing where he's yeah. like, I got it, lady, and that then he amazing. gets his ass kicked. That was, that was the best, being, like, condescending about, about fighting Ronda. That was the best way to do it. No, she was good. She looked so smooth in the ring. She's great. Like, with, like, some of the, like, I guess you call it chain wrestling, I don't know all the terms, I guess, but... It was like smooth and fluid, and like she didn't look awkward at all. Like, which what your character would be gender fluid? Oh, uh, my character would absolutely be gender fluid, <laughs> <laughs> and he would be mad at the crowd for booing gender. Uh, it's all because of race. <laughs> yeah, Ronda was great. Man. Yeah, I thought that was good. It was it was the longest match of the card. It should have been the longest match. They, you know, you know, it's a good match when when Jim Cornette compliments it. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. He, oh wow. And he had Triple H. So like the fact that he. Like put it over. You're like, all right. Well, this is this is real good. Um, we may skip over a couple matches. The, the tag titles. I actually was in the bathroom taking a shit for, but uh, they, Dude, those guys won. I'm glad they. I won. I zoned out. You do you like the Bludgeon Brothers? I like Luke Harper a lot. Me too. That's where I'm. I love Luke Harper. I'm fine with Rowan. The Bludgeon Brothers. I just the don't. I don't stupid. buy it. I don't buy it. Something's off. It's just weird when you have a weapon that can kill someone. It's clearly gimmick. clearly made out of styrofoam. Or it's something. clearly made yeah. out of styrofoam. It's it's almost like. It's like when you like it would be like like bringing out a plastic AK forty seven to the <laughs> you know you're like I know you're not gonna fucking shoot anyone and all they're gonna do is the same Triple H thing where they use it yeah it's it's a weird gimmick um, and I should like it I like cartoony over the top like gimmicks but it doesn't work for me I don't know yeah it's it, you know it, it's and I guess we're skipping around a little bit, but Braun Strowman is the example of a cartoon that really works. Oh, God, yeah. You know, like him picking the little kid out of the audience. Yeah, he's like, he's He-Man. Like, this is yeah, great. which I hated at the time. I loved it. Uh, which everybody else loved it. I was in the minority. I know uh, a lot of people loved it. Uh, but then the next night on Raw, I mean, we'll get into it, but the pro- I, it made it work for me when he when when he said we have to we have to hand over the title because yeah, yeah. he's in fourth grade. <laughs> that was just genuinely yeah, funny. Yeah, that was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> He has scheduling conflicts. <laughs> he said, Nicholas is in the fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a sec- like that's what McMahon is really like. McMahon has been looking for a Braun Strowman type forever because they keep putting guys in that role, like yeah. uh, Wagner, Great Collie, and even Big Show to the point. They and Braun can kind of do, yeah. you know, anything. Um, the John Cena versus the Undertaker. Uh, the longest entrance of the night was The Undertaker. And I'm glad that it wasn't a long match. I get, I'm glad, too. I get so worried for Taker every time. And this is the best I've seen him in, like, a couple years. He I looks think. good. Yeah, he looked better. I wasn't as, like, terrified for his well-being as I usually am. And Cena just puts people over. Yeah. I was surprised how, yeah, how badly Cena got beat. I was like, damn, John, good for you. Yeah, I don't think he, I mean, for him at this point, it's like, you know, I mean, he's that guy is just all. I mean, he's he's probably he's just all about what's best best for business. Yeah, and he's still making more money than anybody else in the roster. And he's another guy who's so over at this point that um, Cena, you know, yeah, that like you know he could he could win he could go on a winning streak again and be fine. Over as in like yeah that that like he's, main he's fan base over. of kids and all that. Even no matter how much like the Smarks hate him, he's still gonna 
Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I think, like him. I think if you genuinely hate John Cena, you've like tricked yourself out of enjoying wrestling. Absolutely, and I, and and there's no bigger example of this for me than like you know I loved you know AJ and Nakamura. I think the biggest disappointment of the night for me was AJ Styles versus Nakamura. I think it was for a lot match. of people. The the ending of it was cool. Yeah, well, Nakamura's heel turn. I think that's the only thing you could have done at this point because turning AJ heel would would be kind of weird at this point. Yeah, and they had an excellent match at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, but in far at WWE, John Cena got a much better matches out of both AJ and Nakamura. Oh, that AJ than those uh, two together. AJ Cena at SummerSlam two oh, years ago. It. You were, were the you best. There? I was there, and it's, it's easily the best match I've seen live ever. Yeah, because you remember excellent. how into it the crowd was. Yeah, like like my heart was stopping. Like I couldn't believe like, and then just what it represented. AJ beat him clean. Yeah, in and the then, middle of the ring. And then he left his like wristband in the middle of the ring. The whole thing was just perfect. It was awesome. Just, God, that was amazing. Yeah, that match. I don't know if I was disappointed because I just yeah, the Wrestle Kingdom one's obviously great. I knew it wasn't going to be that. And it felt like a New Japan match. It didn't feel like crazy. I think that they know that they have several matches coming up together, and they didn't want to like blow their load. Like I think they didn't want to like uh, go just just pull out all the stops yet. Yeah, I think that their SummerSlam match might be insane. Well, I think I don't know if they're going to even do that. Then you don't think so? Because I mean, Nakamura. It, it seems like they're con- going to continue Nakamura versus AJ, right? It looks I like think it's so. going to be a yeah, few, but they'll do backlash and money. SummerSlam's still a while away. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. I think they'll do Daniel Bryan in one of those spots. Oh, that'd be great. Who knows? Uh, oh, oh, another thing is uh, on your shirt, Elias. I thought was oh, had a good spot. I love him, and I've loved him from like the get from the beginning. Like back in he's, NXT, I always thought he's he was a star. Great. He's so good. I was so glad he got a spot. He's like I like musical comedy, so uh, I, yeah. know, I know a lot of comics don't, but yeah. I just think it's funny. As he's he's perfect. Uh, the only thing I don't like about him is that they book him from Pittsburgh. So he's a drifter. No, he's not from anywhere. Like why? Right? Like isn't that weird? Yeah. Why do they? Why weird. does he have a hometown if he's the drifter? Like yeah, it is, even though it they're is. not really calling him the drifter anymore, I guess. But still, I don't know. It's weird to me. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's weird to be like I'm a mysterious man and I'm from Eastern Providence. <laughs> I'm from Moon Township of just outside of Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah. just like uh, okay. I hear it's nice. They have good I substitute to teach. Th- yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was something this week where a substitute teacher just got busted for. Um, st- they found they found out he was like. Holding a fight, the fight club. club. <laughs> I saw the picture of the dude, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I made a, I made a joke about it at work. I was like, that makes him a terrible teacher, but a pretty cool substitute. Teacher. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So we went through that, um, guys. I'm sorry, I just brain farted. I think the only other match to really talk about. Oh, I mean, Alexa Bliss versus uh, Nia Jax. Uh, you know, that was I like good. It. I'm a big cool. Alexa Bliss fan. Yeah, I like her too. Um, the, the main event, Roman Reigns was Brock Lesnar. Whatever. I mean, I kind of yeah. was like at this point was just like, uh, okay, cool. I guess that's a swerve that Brock won. Yeah, I didn't. I, I think people were a little harsh on the match. I didn't love it, but I didn't they love were it either. going through tables and yeah, they're just doing each other's finishers and stuff. But like, they did bust each other up and there was blood and they still just got like booed for it. But yeah. Lesnar winning, I like that. It's rare that wrestling surprises me now, and anytime I'm surprised, I'm happy. I do think it's. I think that Roman Reigns should not have another main event at WrestleMania. God no, because he's he had one really great one at thirty one with Lesnar, and that was awesome. Yeah, and the match itself was good, and it kind of told that story, and it had a real surprise with Seth Rollins. The Triple H match was was terrible, were always boring. The Just, Undertaker yeah. match was way too fucking long. And this match was boring. Was so. uh, was Taker Reigns the main event last year? Yeah. Oh fuck, I forgot about that. So he's one and three in my mind as far as wrestling main events. 
I mean, just fucking put him in the middle of a car. Jesus that's the thing, Christ. and I don't, I don't even hate. I like Roman, but like, just what they're trying to force him as, it's just, it's just not working. Yeah. So if I, you had to give a grade, what would it be? B plus. I'd say. What do you think? I go back and forth between C plus and B minus. It's fair. You know, I, I'm back and forth. I'm a, I'm a little bit too. Uh, I think part of me hates how harsh wrestling fans are on it and how much they think they know better. So part of me is like. Wanting to defend every pay-per-view and every yeah. choice. So I, I'm a little bit too generous sometimes, I think. But I, I enjoyed it, man. Yeah. I enjoyed all the wrestling. And I don't know. I thought, I thought it was good. What overall. do you think about the Raw after WrestleMania? I thought it was really good. Number two, Raw after WrestleMania. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't intro that the right way. <laughs> I thought it was great. What was your What was your highlights? Highlights for Raw after WrestleMania. Well, now I'm, now I'm brain farting. Well, so for me, we I mean, the, there's some bright... You know, for me, it's like the bright spot also pointed out what's wrong with wrestling right now. Bright spot for me was Samoa Joe's promo. Yeah. Loved it. Um, and here's a guy who you've had now for a couple years, right? Or a year and a half. If you ask, add NXT, like, you know, two years. You've had Samoa Joe. He's one of your guys. People were pumped to see him back. People were pumped about this promo that he gave. People yeah. were pumped about the matches that he's about. You have a guy that you are building within the company. Go with that. Yeah. Like, well, why? And I'm not just talking about with Joe. If you don't want to push Joe, that's fine. But you have people in your company who can... Because right now, they're having diminishing returns as far as returns are concerned. Like, Bobby Lashley came back. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, I'm like, Squash oh, cool. Elias... <laughs> And he's also and he, here's my thing. I always have a problem with bald guys who wear sweatbands. I don't know. I just <laughs> it looks weird, right? Yeah, you have a towel, just wipe the. It's not a fucking. I never it, thought about that. That is weird. It's a weird looking, <laughs> and he wore like a sweatband. I mean, he looks for being like fucking forty one or forty two. He looks unreal. Um, I don't know what wellness test he's passing, but he looks <laughs> unreal. But they had that, too. They had, like, Jeff Hardy come back. People got excited for that. But that already happened a year beforehand. You Besides CM Punk, you're really, now that Daniel Bryan's back, you really run out of people that are going to really excite people when they come back. You know? Yeah, you, that's a good point. It, 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 build your own guys at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got Braun. You got Samoa Joe. Yeah, you got, you got a lot of great talent there. Seth Finn, Rollins, Seth, Finn, Kevin, Kevin. You got everyone. Yeah, that's great. You have the fucking New Day, and now they're, like, buried in the tag. Division. I want them to stop. I like them. I think they're great, but and they're going to go down change. in history as one of the greatest tag teams of all time, like the Freebirds. But I want fucking Big E to turn heel on them and then go on a world title run. Like, yeah. I, it's just stale at this point. I, I don't know something about it's stale, but I do like them. I am. I, mean, I'm I mean, just like, those guys are just making. I think for them too, they're probably making so much money on the merch side. Oh yeah, they're not going to change that. That I, I liked Ronda. Uh, I liked Ronda's thing with Stephanie in the beginning of it. I thought it was cool. The arm bar, the way she took her down with that. I thought that was sick. Um, yeah, I thought that that was, uh, yeah, I thought that that was, uh, I thought that was cool. I thought, um, yeah, I mean, besides that, it, it, it felt like a raw that, you know, I thought Roman Reigns' promo was, was, was great in the terms of what Samoa Joe could say about yeah, it. Yeah, it was fitting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what happens. I, I do think they really need a superstar shakeup. I, I don't understand why they don't call it the draft. That's how you can make it a whole pay-per-view. Maybe it's, because the last time they did it, I mean, it's it hasn't gone down in history as, like, 
Well, am I am yeah. I am I thinking wrong about this when they what? did the WCW and like they just did the wars and like they had a draft? And... Well, no, I think it was after that. It was like yeah. around uh, nineteen. It was before WrestleMania nineteen. So. Yeah, okay. I I just remember being underwhelmed by the last time the word draft was used. Yeah, no, I mean it definitely, and also it doesn't matter. Like when you have big enough guys that can go back and forth between yeah. both shows, and now the pay per views are going to be, you know, it's going to be joint pay per views. I actually think that that's a good idea, <coughs> but. Um. Yeah, I don't know. All right, number three, SmackDown after WrestleMania. I thought um, that was great too. Yeah, I I'm very good. easily like pleased though. You're a mark. I am. I am a mark, and I'm you're a kayfabe I'm, mark. I'm happy about it. I fucking uh, when Jeff Hardy came back, I like at Raw, I popped. I was like, oh, it's Jeff. I haven't seen him <laughs> in like like 63 days. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just released him from jail. SmackDown was great. I loved the Carmella thing. I loved that. I thought that was good. That was great. That cash in was great. Well done. And I like again. I'm not as up on NXT anymore, but uh, the Iconics. Peyton Royce. Yeah, and, they were uh, great. That was, I love their music. I, I love how they carry themselves. I have no idea how good they are in the ring, but I'm interested. Like, they look awesome. Yeah, and I think that you, you know, the next couple of months you have Charlotte. Um, Charlotte chasing um, Carmella makes a lot of sense. Although, again, there it's like, is she a face? She is heel. She's going to have to turn heel for Ronda. What, so. what, there's got to be something, because she's, she's got to be kind of like the, because uh, she's, I like Carmella, but she's not on the level of some of the other wrestlers. No, I don't she's think. not. So it's got to be. She's going to have to be like the cowardly heel champ. So it's going to have to be a thing like how they had J and J security or the maybe they authority. have the iconic duo. Yeah, they, she has to have someone who protects her, right? Manage her. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be cool. I think the the iconics or whatever is it's called the iconics, right? Is that I, what, I I'm don't not. Know. I'm not sure. But that yeah, she has to have something, and I think that'll be great. Her just being like weasel. I love a cowardly heel. That's the best. Like just being a weasel, weaseling them way out of situations. Because every comic is a cowardly heel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Myself included. Uh, I forgot the one main point about Raw was Paige's retirement speech, uh, which I thought was excellent. It's really sad to oh, see her so go. Sad. Yeah, I, I kind of like. I'm so you know, it's cool that she's the SmackDown GM, and you yeah. know, I think people were really excited. Wrestling fans were really excited. There's part of me though with Paige. I'm like. I kind of just want to see her get like a job at an insurance company. Like, <laughs> I feel like I want her to leave this business. Like, just like, be happier. Yeah, just as far away from Del Rio as possible. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you sometimes see like uh, you know it, yeah, far away from Del Rio as possible. Yeah, I mean you'll see. It, it's almost that thing of like she's been in this carnival life forever, and you kind of want to be like, oh, can you, can you just like have a family, and be happy, and have like a normal job? I think it's really sad because when she was like off. Uh, with Del Rio and talking about retiring. I think it was she was at that point where it's like, oh, I've done this my whole life. I've never known anything else. What else is out there? And I feel like she had – I have no idea, but it seemed like she had just gotten that out of her system and was coming back and like, no, I'm going to do this now. And then she has to This retire. happened. So it's it's extra sad to me. So I'm happy if if it's she, what she it's wants. She's the best – one of the better promos in, in yeah. WWE. She's, she's really good. She's good on the mic, so I'm fine with her being GM. I like it. What did you think about Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles being hotshot? Do you think they should have built that up for a pay-per-view? you think it was fine to have one of SmackDown? I, uh, it is a special SmackDown because it's after Mania. I think it was fine. I, if it were up to me, I would have uh, had Nakamura ruin it like a fourth of the way in. Yeah, because that'll get Nakamura great heat, and then everyone's really horny for a real Daniel Bryan AJ match. Yeah, I think that's a good point. That that's what I would have done. Yeah, I think that's uh, yeah, I, I think that's a good point. Oh, the, what we forgot about Mania is, is Daniel Bryan's comeback. Awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. I, you know, in the beginning, it's 
you really, it's a tale of two matches for me because I love the ending. But in the beginning, you really see, like, Shane really shouldn't wrestle again. And I know they're talking about <laughs> Shane versus Brock. Are they? Yeah, they're talking about Shane versus Brock. Because I think they're having, like, Brock's having all these weird backstage fights that only the Dirt Cheese are reporting on. And, which I think that they're now realizing, oh. There's money in that. There's money in that. So what's, and, and I guess he had a confrontation with Shane. But the guy, look, the guy doesn't know how to throw a working punch. How many more coast to coast does he have in him? I don't know. I don't think. I don't think so. I think it's going to be like it's going to now be like like New York to Peoria instead of like New York to L.A. It's going to be coast to middle. <laughs> the Midwest vacation. The Midwest vacation, <laughs> dude. Here's the thing. I like Shane. Um, I think he's great as a GM and a manager. And I think you're right. I don't want him to have booked matches anymore. But I like feisty getting his hands dirty, Shane. I think that I like the idea of him like fighting in some capacity but like as in he just interferes or as in like he doesn't get pushed around so he'll fight back or something like that but yeah i don't need him like as a build build on the card no. for a pay-per-view no i don't either um and i thought he had a really great hell in a cell match um and then of course the daniel bryan winning was great oh man he did so good he didn't really lose a step no, he didn't and lose a step. He didn't do a flying headbutt or a dive through the rope, so I was very happy about that. No, I yeah, I was very excited about that. I feel like maybe you give him pants now. His outfit looks a little <laughs> weird because his you, back isn't as defined as it used to be. He looks know, great, but you know what I thought was going to happen? Uh, maybe I was hoping for it. Like we've seen face Daniel Bryan a lot. I was hoping he would turn on Chain, be the heel, and be the heel leader of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So now Shane has to deal with. Uh, yeah, the other, the other GM being a heel. I don't want to see that, man. That's the only thing. And Dan, but those three indie guys, like, being heels and taking over Neville. SmackDown. Yeah, but Dan Bryan's bigger than the indies now. It's true. No, but, he, yeah, he's he, yeah. it won't be an indie angle, but those three guys work well together, I think. He's the only real true baby face you have in the company. Yeah, I guess you don't you have that many natural, natural baby faces. Um, natural baby face also sounds like an Oxima product. <laughs> um, all right. NXT number four, NXT. Just a brief thing I want to say about that is, um, uh, we saw the debut of the war, the war Raiders, which is, um, if you follow new Japan, um, they were called war machine. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I, you know, I, unfortunately I see that gimmick kind of going the way of, um, who are the dudes with face paint who do all the stuff with Fashion Police now? Oh, the uh, fuck. I almost said Demolition. Uh, the Ascension. The, the Ascension. Ascension. Yeah. I kind of see that gimmick kind of going the way of the yeah, Ascension. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. And I like the Ascension. I, I really wish that they and, – and I love the Fashion Police too. I wish that the Ascension had had more, but they, they don't. Yeah, it's and it's, it's weird because once you – you know, if you're a badass team – it's one thing if you come if you go into a division badass like Braun Strowman or Kurt Angle, you beat well, Kurt Angle did, but like Braun Strowman, and you beat the fuck out of people, then you do something comedic, then people are able to accept it, and you can go back to being a badass. But I think it's kind of hard with like a like a Kozlov, um, or 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 the Ascension, where if you try to start as badass, nobody really buys it, and then you do comedic, it's really hard for you to become yeah. a badass again. Yeah, when you're just booked, that's a good point. When you're just booked as badass, it's, I, like that's how the Bludgeon Brothers are. They're just booked as dominant badasses, and I don't buy it. And yeah. I, I feel that way a little bit about 
I'm uh, brain freezing on fucking Paul Ellering's uh, group. Uh, uh, master, authors of Pain. Authors of Pain. I'm that way with them a little bit. I like them fine, but I kind of don't buy it. I don't. I think you put them with like Samoa Joe. Like I have a Samoa. Oh, that'd be sick. Samoan Wrecking Crew. That'd be fucking cool as hell. Yeah, War Machine. It's cool. They're named after a UFC fighter who beat the shit out of his girlfriend. So it's That's hard true. for me. He it's hard for that. me to not think about that when I hear that. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, You're like I miss hit my miss him in the UFC. You have <laughs> the worst reason. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah, man. Uh, that's true. Um, it, it, you know, it'll be it, the NXT was kind of like a nut, it was like kind of a nothing show, but I, you know, but I, with I, a lot of good wrestling, with a lot of good wrestling. That's no, a, that, oh no, the Saturday show was incredible. Oh, the I'm talking about the NXT after we already covered the Saturday show. That was incredible. Oh, um, y'all, y'all, when did y'all y'all already talked about that? Yeah, we talked about it on. Oh, did we talk about it? Because oh, we had I'm the sorry, podcast dog. Saturday. I, I, no, we didn't talk about it. I watched NXT. I didn't, was great. I didn't watch the NXT episode. I thought you were talking about Takeover. I you were watched talking that. about the NXT yeah. episode. No, I watched no, Takeover. The, I, I, oh, I, I forgot to talk about Takeover. We actually didn't. I don't think we did talk about Takeover. Um, cool. Yeah, I thought it was a great. I thought it was a great show. Do you like it? Yeah, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 When you said it was a nothing show, I was like, that's a little harsh. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. The, 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 the NXT the week after at, at Full Sail. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, dude, that ladder match was insane. Uh, I love Gargano. Yeah, there was that not main a event. That, the finish for a main event was the most satisfying finish I've seen. Amazing in, and, in so long. I love Alistair Black. Yeah, there's really nothing <laughs> to say but compliments for that. Check character. it out. I love Shanna Baszler. I think I think it's awesome. She's yeah, she's a great I, like, I don't. I never liked Ember Moon. I always thought she was like kind of like noticeably rusty or green in the ring, but she impressed me that time. She was really good. I thought against Shanna. You know, it's t- like I don't want to see her do any backstage interviews because she's such a normal person. Back- and she's yeah. kind of like a little dorky that you're like, I don't want to see this side of you. Just want to see you being this like mysterious killer. But the thing is, that, that's another. It's like the Bludgeon Brothers thing where I just never bought it. Like I just never bought that she's like a fucking werewolf. I don't know. It just doesn't. It, it doesn't. No, she just it doesn't. Is. She's seem, like a. She's like a werewolf. She doesn't seem scary or like particularly tough or anything like that. And I like her, but like I. I yeah. There's just a disconnect there for me. Totally. Uh, number five. Uh, it's our. It's our. It's our final number on the list today. Uh, the greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia. I don't know what's going on over there other than I think there's got to be just a Saudi prince that's paying them $2 billion <laughs> because the amount of people, Rey Mysterio is coming back, Chris Jericho is coming back, there's an Undertaker match, there's a fucking uh, Brock Lesnar steel cage Roman Reigns match where Roman Reigns may win the title, Yeah, uh, Triple H versus John Cena, it's such a stacked card. Is it in two weeks? <coughs> it's it's yeah, it's in two weeks. I think That's it's in two weeks. So weird. It's a week before Backlash. Like Backlash's card is is gonna, uh, it, it's gonna be nothing in comparison to this. Yeah, and even the name of it, the greatest. What's it called? The greatest royal, the greatest royal rumble. rumble ever. That sounds like an email you get from the prince. Of, like, like it's written. It, it, it looks like it like, went through like a text translation on Google. It or sounds something like, like I'm that. about to scam <laughs> the greatest. <laughs> yeah, it's who sounds, named that shit? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it's about to scam. That's yeah. Um, I, I guess the one bit of news to talk about for this was the whole the Rusev fiasco this week. Oh God, Rusev was announced uh, that he was going to go up in a casket match against the Undertaker. Um, then through, I guess, a couple sodia, social media snafus, uh, Michelle McCool didn't like that, and the match has been changed to Undertaker versus Gresh Jericho in a casket match. <laughs> I feel really bad for Rusev. Yeah. Um, I don't understand. First off, he said, bury me softly, Taker, which is, I mean, I get it. That's kind of like a, a little bit of a backhanded, uh, like... It, it's funny, I... I, I 
I was surprised Rusev tweeted that. Like, cause like it's kind of like a thing where it is kind of just an honor to work with Taker, right? Right. Like, yeah, we all know Taker's gonna win, but it almost seemed like Rusev was just kind of mad. Like, oh, now I have to lose to Undertaker, and that's like a little weird. It is a little weird. And Undertaker now at almost an Undertaker WrestleMania, I will get it as Santa and the Macy's Day Parade. Like you're gonna see him <laughs> kind of wave. But I thought that uh, the one thing I thought was bullshit was, you know, he said I'm, uh, the thing that Michelle McCool got pissed off at. Maybe they're all working us. This is the funniest thing about like talking about backstage politics is they could all be working you. But, you know, Michelle McCool got pissed off because, you know, I guess Lana called The Undertaker old. But he's fucking old. He's old as hell. And, how, and also all the shit Cena said. Yeah. About Undertaker was way worse. Way worse. Yeah, yeah. No, Rusev didn't do anything I think that like would warrant getting pulled off a card. Unless there's like stuff we don't know about going well, on. Well, it's a weird decision anyway to book him against a face everybody loves. Yeah. Rusev is becoming a face everybody loves. He's like maybe oh, he's so over and they're not <laughs> number two to Daniel Bryan as far as over baby face. And they're not running with it. And I would have the, I would have my character the virtue signal like bring out the calendar and point out that because you know they had that calendar yeah. where every day is Rusev Day. So I'll point out that on Martin Luther King Day, Rusev is claiming uh, it's his day uh, <laughs> and be uh, like uh, outraged by this cultural appropriation yeah. of. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's always it's always tough to play like like political stuff and wrestling too, like because then you realize like oh shit, all the fans are actually rooting for the wrong thing. Well, and also it's different now though. It's not all a bunch of rednecks anymore. No, it's not. You it's know, a lot of it's a lot of Hispanic people. There's yeah, a lot and of when uh, and a lot of like liberal nerds. You know, yeah. and like I'm not like like I'm like in the middle politically, I guess, but I'm liberal yeah. about the important shit. So I don't. I I'm one of them, I guess. But like I. Uh, Kid Rock, did you watch the Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah. What he Kid was Rock like, said he was going to body slam Democrats, yeah, and I'm fine with that. That's funny as hell. I think Kid Rock's funny as hell. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but he got booed for it by a lot of fans. That goes, goes to show they're not all just like, you know. It's also fun. Like, wrestlers, I'm, we talked about this last week, but I'm fine with wrestlers being Republican because. Yeah, of course they Yeah, you think AJ? <laughs> you think AJ voted for Obama? <laughs> no. AJ, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, that uh, that gets us through the countdown. We already talked about uh, what your gimmick would be. Do you have a booking decision oh, to piss, piss off? Piss off everyone. The marks. Yeah, I think what I would do is, uh, I guess it's not a piss off thing. I would put the tag team titles on the fashion police. That would be fun. <laughs> I love it. I like comedy wrestling, man. I loved Too Cool back in the day. You like, love Too Cool. I love that shit. I think it's like... They were over, man. Yeah, they were fun as hell. And I was like, you know, 14, so whatever. I think what I would do is I would have Roman finally turn heel in the main event. And everyone's like, oh, this is great. He's finally turning heel. And then he'd take off his vest to reveal a Bullet Club shirt. Not... <laughs> Not Battler Club, not anything like that. And then he pulls up the too sweet, the the too sweet signal, and everyone's confused because like, wait, he's heel, but wait, he's not supposed to be Bullet Club. This isn't good. And then he calls out the other Bullet Club people who are John Cena in a in a Bullet Club shirt, uh, TJ TJP <laughs> from Two Hundred Five Live comes out in a Bullet Club shirt, and then the return of uh, uh, Eva. <laughs> Eva comes out in a Bullet Club shirt, and there, this is your Bullet Club. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you wanted Roman to be heel and you wanted the bullet club look here you go here, idiots. <laughs> here's, your, here's your wish granted in the worst way possible yeah, just ruin the name bullet club completely <laughs> that'd be hilarious to me because part it. of me part of me loves seeing uh smarks get all pissy because i hate you know internet version of anything and i hate these like beach, yeah beach ball dildos fucking throwing beach balls and shit like that i want to see them get furious about something it is kind of you can never really get that angry at a, at a wrestling show because you realize hey man 
it's it's a soap opera. Exactly. Like, it's a soap gonna... opera for dudes and now girls more and more, which is great. But if you're at a point where you're getting angry about any nerd shit, you need to work on other stuff in your life. Jesus Christ. Like something yeah. is not going right in your relationship or with your family or with your you know, like you can only get so pissed off. Yeah, yeah. Like why are you you're like tweeting at fucking WWE creative like what the fuck they don't care they don't watch the product yeah exactly <laughs> Eli thank you for doing the show uh, thank you is there is there something we can promote for you well let me see uh this will be out today so oh sick uh well listen to I have a podcast with Jeff Wesselschmidt and uh John Adler called Toga Party so uh look awesome. up look up Toga Party on uh iTunes and um other than that, I don't know if you're in the city, check out uh, Roastmasters at the stand, 10.30 every Tuesday. It's awesome. Fun, fun show. Check them out, guys. And, and please uh, tell your friends about the podcast, subscribe to it, leave, leave a review. Um, it would really help us out. Um, and check out next week's episode. Sean Donnelly's going to be on from uh, My Dumb Friends. He's uh, not a wrestling fan, so uh, it could be a total <laughs> fucking train wreck. Talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> 